We live in a changing world that is full of questions, and the answers must come from the unchanging truth of God's Word. Today, we look into Scripture with Scott Pauley to discover what the Bible says. Ask the Lord to speak to you and to give you truth to share with others. There are many things that I do not know about God. There are many things that are beyond my understanding. And why is that? Because I am a finite being and He is an infinite God. And yet, isn't it glorious? Isn't it wonderful that God, through His Word, has revealed Himself in such a way that there are many things we do know about God? So many people get stuck on the things they don't know and can't understand, uh, but they miss in that what they should know and what we can understand. Proverbs chapter 9, verse number 10 says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Did you hear that expression? The knowledge of the holy. Not of holy things, but of the holy one. In fact, holiness is the one attribute that is most often attached to God in Scripture. That does not mean that he is more holy than he is any of his other attributes. He's the perfection of all of them. You can't chop God up. You can't divide him. He's not one. He is all. He's not more of one. He is perfectly all. Uh, but the reason holiness is attributed to God more than any other thing in Scripture is that his holiness is the perfection of all of his attributes. Everything about God is holy. His knowledge, his power, his love, his mercy, his judgment, everything is a revelation of our holy God. And I want to say to you that we should begin when we are studying what the Bible says by saying, Lord, we want to know our holy God. We want to know Him personally. It's one of the great marvels of our God. He is both infinite and knowable at the same time. So there's no limit to Him. There's no end to Him. And yet there is a place to begin we can know Him by finding out what Scripture says about Him. This is God's revelation of Himself. I heard for years preachers say that when we get to heaven, we're going to know everything. I don't believe that's what Scripture teaches. The Bible says we will know even as we are known. But I believe when we get to heaven, when we get into eternity, we're going to spend the rest of eternity entering in our knowledge and understanding more and more to the depths of our great God. I don't think you'll ever, ever exhaust who God is. That's what's going to make eternity such an ongoing adventure. More and more of His love and beauty and perfection. And friend, that journey is not to begin when we die or Jesus comes. It is to begin right here and right now. It is to begin by us discovering what the Bible says about God. So what does the Bible say? Well, we can't be exhaustive about this, certainly not in this brief time we have to study together but may I just give you a few thoughts to, to meditate on today, some things that you can, you can study further for yourself and look for in Scripture. In Scripture, we learn that He is self-existent and self-sufficient. It means He is the great I Am. The only limits on God are the ones He places on Himself, uh, the limits of His own holy will. Uh, he holds back, for example, His justice with His mercy. So, God may limit Himself in certain areas at particular times, but there is no limit to Him. He is I Am. 
Uh, he's the only one who can say, I am, and put nothing after it. He is the self-existent and self-sufficient one. Imagine him saying to Moses, tell them I am sent you. I am what? Yes, all of the above, more than you could ever imagine. And not only that, he's immutable. That means he never changes. James chapter 1 and verse number 17, Malachi chapter 3, verse number 6, all through Scripture we, we get this truth. He says in Malachi 3 verse 6, I am the Lord, I change not. And then he is eternal. Eternity has no beginning and no end. It's, it's like an open-ended uh, front and an open-ended back. And God is beyond the limits in both directions. You see, God's not in time. Time is in God. God holds time in the palm of His hand. He's the eternal God. Did you know that the word eternity is only found one time in all of Scripture? I would challenge you to find it. I could give you the reference, but I want to challenge you. I'll give you a homework assignment. See if you can find the one verse in the Bible where the word eternity is found. And in that verse, the Bible references the God who inhabits eternity. Think of a God so big, He fills up eternity. You see, God is, is not bound by anything, not by time or not by space. No, because He is the great I Am. And then we know He's all-powerful. Some people refer to that as His omnipotence. He is all-powerful. He is omniscient. That means He knows everything. He's omnipresent. That means He's everywhere at once. If I say to you, where's God? Some people say He's in heaven. Other people say He's in my heart. The truth of the matter is, you can't limit him to either place. He may be in both places, but he's everywhere at once. Psalm 139, the psalmist cries out, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there thy right hand shall hold me. God's everywhere. And then we know that God is faithful. He is true. Uh, he never lies. He, he never fails to keep His Word. He is a God of truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. We know He's a God of mercy and of goodness. That means He holds back what we don't deserve, and uh, he, or what we do deserve, rather, and He gives what we don't deserve. Think of that. He holds back the judgment, and He gives good things. What was the psalmist saying in Psalm 23? Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I tell you, you can't beat the Christian life. Mercy and goodness come to live with you now, and you go to live with the God of mercy and goodness for all eternity. I hope you know the Lord as your personal Savior. And then, we know He's a God of justice and a God of righteousness. That's what the cross was all about. That's what Calvary revealed. That God doesn't laugh at sin he doesn't simply turn, to bl turn a blind eye to our unrighteousness. Isaiah 53 verse 11, He saw the travail of Christ's soul and was satisfied. His justice, his, his righteousness was satisfied at that moment. Then praise God, we know He's a God of love. 1 John 4 16 says God is love. It's not just something He does, it's who He is. And then we come full circle back to where we started. He's a holy God. He's the thrice holy God. Do you remember Isaiah chapter 6? What are they saying? Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. When you come to the revelation of Christ, what are they saying? Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. The Father is holy. The Son is holy. The Spirit is holy. 
He was holy in the past. He is holy in the present. He always will be holy for all eternity because He is the holy God. I would challenge you to study the, the names of God all through Scripture because His names reveal His character. Study His attributes. Learn more about the God of the Bible. And I'll tell you what I think you'll find. Number one, you're going to love Him more. To know Him is to love Him. The more you come to see what the Bible says about God, the more you're going to say to the Father, I love you. I'm so glad to be your child. The more you're going to say to the Son, thank you for saving me and bringing me into this family. And the more you're going to say to the Holy Spirit, I'm so glad you're with me right now. Learn what the Bible says for your own soul. But then don't keep it to yourself. Pass it along to somebody else. Peter says, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. I hope today you'll both learn and share what the Bible says about our great God. It is our prayer that your faith will be strengthened as we study God's Word and that you will share His truth with others. If you're being blessed by listening to Enjoying the Journey and would like to have a part in this ministry, you may make a tax-deductible gift at scottpauley.org. Thank you for your support and continued prayers. May God bless you richly today.